Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Oh, shoot, I got no gun. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Dave Canales has been the the attention getter really since he got introduced officially last Thursday. We spent some time a little bit on Dan Morgan, but maybe not as much as we've wanted to getting off on side tangents. But a guy who always has an opinion on the Carolina Panthers is Cam Newton. And this is what he had to say about the new GM on the 4th and 1 podcast. Dan Morgan, yes. Dan Morgan. Dave Canellis, I don't necessarily know. So the good thing about this is it is an offensive-minded coach, and it'll be good for Bryce Young. But other than that, man, I just still got the same concerns. You feel me? Like, Is he going to make it long enough? Yeah. What about Dan Morgan? So why is he a good fit? He knows the city. Okay. Charlotte. Oh, the original – yeah, like, he know no he knows what the culture is. Okay, he went to the Super Bowl, right? So he has some type of tenure of understanding, you know, what the fans' expectations is. How much do you hold it against Cam that he does not know how to say Canales' last name when he offered his opinion on said new head coach of the Panthers? I'm not gonna kill him for it. I, this is Cam Newton for one. He's been known to get some things wrong at the podium every now and then. What if Hind- they called him a cannoli? Hindsight 50-50. Um, I mean, there's a couple. Of, we used I, For his 28th birthday, one episode we did for a podcast series, I went through his best 28 comments of all time, and it was quite the commentary that Cam Newton had. And plus, it's not like Smith or Johnson or any other easy nickname to get or last name to get right. I think the more important thing here is that Cam Newton gives us an approval on Dan Morgan, which is cool. I I like to see that Cam Newton is behind Dan Morgan getting this job. Wes has been smiling at me the entire time. Let's hear why. I just heard you talking about the glorified running back. Is that who we talking about? Oh, no. Oh, I... I, You're going to warn Sap on him. (laughs) No, Cam constantly... Go scratch yourself. He constantly mispronounces words, and he constantly misuses words. So this doesn't uh, surprise me at all. And if I have a little bit more ire in my... Uh, talking about Cam Newton. I think you know why. Now, I think you know why. I think we do now, and it's changed. I will say yeah, this it's is changed. It's a little rich, though, <laughs> to be fair. We have to make fun of ourselves. Yeah. As we are talking about Cam Newton getting Dave Canales wrong, we have been checked on Ike Clancy because it's actually Ike Clanton. That's the guy's name Ike in Tombstone. Clanton. Okay. So, ugh, egg in our face a little bit? No? Seems like it. Okay, go ahead, Fitty. I mean, that's got? a typical 49er <laughs> fan talking, man, getting egg on their face because they can't get facts right. <laughs> it's just Dave Canellis, oh, that's funny, but then we're like, Ike Clancy, it's actually Ike Clancy. Oh, Ike Clancy. But that's just me calling him a totally different name. That's not mispronouncing okay. his name. That's and Clan- Clancy sounds better, but Ike Clanton, goat character in Tombstone. Never he seen was. it. Is that bad? Yeah. Let me. Lord knows it's on TV four times a week. On AMC. If you don't catch it, then you'll be able to see it somewhere. I I, I know I've seen people play the video game people love, Tomb Raider. 
people love, or is it Tombstone? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang, man. Well, let I guess me get you, that neck. You didn't say what I just said. I deserve the neck on yeah. that one. Yeah, just go ahead and get it. I got mine earlier. Just go ahead and get it. Tomb Raider had movies too. I was too. thinking Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider had movies. I do too. not remember Ike Clanton from Tombstone. I just yeah. don't remember him as well because it's been so long. But you I remember Laura Croft. I was remembering Tomb Raider. <laughs> Very different movie. I apologize. <laughs> this didn't happen. We didn't make fun of Cam. <laughs> I didn't mix up Tomb Raider with Tombstone. This is the start of the live wire. Fitty proceed. <laughs> Something we haven't gotten into has been the Hornets because, well, they lost two more games over the weekend in rather blowout fashion. But last night, Brandon Miller, a career-high 35 in the home loss. And Steve Clifford spoke about his rookie continuing to shine and progress. I don't know it's surprising me, but I mean, you know, he, look, he works hard. He's very diligent, and that's the way it works. He's got a lot of talent. He works hard. You're going to get better. So he's getting better for the right reasons. He's being double teamed now. He did a good job against that, passing out of it. And uh, I think he'll get better and better. All right, Walker, more importantly, we had a set the bleeping screen from Steve Clifford earlier in the year. And then last night we got from Brandon Miller a get the bleep back after they conveniently, as they haven't done all season long, gotten back in transition defensively. Which was the better bleep moment from a Hornet? No, look, it's still a Steve Clifford because we got in a front-facing camera on Steve Clifford right in his face, and then he just yelled. You could hear it. It's not one of those lip-reading moments. You could actually hear it well enough. Brandon Miller's is great, too. It's certainly second. I'm glad you brought that up, but Steve Clifford does win. Now, the real convo is, here's Brandon Miller acting like the leader that this team does need. And I do think Brandon Miller telling his guys to get back on defense after watching Nick Smith Jr. at the top of the key get beat by Brandon Miller down the court because he doesn't pick up ball. And instead, he goes to the wing. JT Thor, PJ Washington, they're coming from the corners. Nobody gets back in time. And there's only a turnover on that fast break opportunity because Brandon Miller got back in time in order to force a tough pass. Brandon was sensational. He scored in the mid-range. He was shooting well from three. How about getting to the foul line and shooting 12 free throw attempts? The most before that, that was six. That's a good number. October 30th. October 30th, he had six free throw attempts. That was the most until he posted 12. Brandon Miller is awesome. He looks so good right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. For the first time last night, as much as I still shed tears over Wimby every time I see him do something spectacular, I said last night, man, I said, Charlotte, they, they got this one right. Uh, and I think it's lessened the blow of not getting Wemby. You got a guy who, you know, looks like he's going to be a player and he looks just like his GOAT. I'm going to keep it a bean. And I think he may be slightly on par or a little bit ahead of where Paul George was as a rookie. But he looks a lot like his favorite player. And I think Charlotte has got themselves a guy for the first time. I did on this two years ago. For the first time last night, finally, we hear somebody get on their teammates holding them accountable for what they're not doing that's what's needed can we get a couple more guys that are going to do the same type of stuff because coach clifford they're not going to keep you know they're not listening to him enough fitty said you know he's yelling at guys telling them to do this and do that with expletives they're not doing it it's about time the hornets have somebody on the court who is going to hold guys accountable if we could get Lamelo to do this more often too the Hornets would be on to something. But Brandon Miller, I got to give him credit. They got one right there. He looks like he is going to be a monster. Uh, you know, the things that he's doing now, this is rookie year. 
This By the time he's in that third year, fourth year, you get that man body, forget about it. The attitude has always been, right from the get-go, yeah. something impressive. That's what you need. As soon as he stepped onto an NBA court, ready for the smoke, I'll always go back to that Detroit game when he and P.J. Washington were the only ones going at Isaiah Stewart, who famously tried to fight LeBron James in a game. That was it. And Brandon Miller, as a rookie, what was it, like seventh game in the league at that point? Brandon Miller was still here. And then we saw different checkpoints of some of that attitude, that good attitude coming out, the competitiveness, and he's here to perform. And so what Brandon Miller is doing right now, sensational in his rookie yes, sir, season. Salute, youngin. Speaking of LaMelo, he hasn't played Walker. Is it is it over a week now that he that, that LaMelo hasn't been on the court? Because I know he missed Monday. Yeah, something like missed that. Missed Wednesday, didn't play Friday, didn't play last night. Well, Steve Clifford was asked about if he's being shut down with the Hornets out of playoff contention. And any update on if LaMelo will play tomorrow? Yeah, no idea. He was really sore today, so, I, I you know, I don't know. Is there a chance you guys shut him down for the rest of the year? I'll be honest, and I mean this truthfully, I think all I care about is I'm going to watch the film, I'm going to figure out what we need. That's not my stuff there. i got to get ready for the game. It takes a long time to get ready for an NBA game, so I don't sit around and worry about that. They'll tell me who can play tomorrow. We'll have play A, these guys play plan B, blah, 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 blah. Then you got to figure out what to run, what you're going to do bop, defensively. So that's that's not in my that's not in my area. All right, so I you know I have my issues with the load management stuff in the NBA and the fact that the league had to you know and you know put an incentive for you to play is a problem. But I've also said that they shouldn't play Lamelo Ball because they're out of playoff contention. Walker, where do you stand on playing Lamelo, not playing Lamelo when you literally have? Nothing to gain the rest of the season. So, th for me, this is actually really easy. Very easy. You play him if he's healthy, and if he's sore, you don't play him. Like, to me, we can try to make this as complicated as we want to. We often do this with injuries. Hey, do you want to play this guy at 80%? Do you want to play him at 70 because he needs to be out there? Or do you need to wait until he's 100%? The reality is, it's real simple. You listen to the training staff. You listen to the player. And if you see something else or and if the overwhelming majority from both the player and the training staff is like, yeah, he could use some rest here tonight, then you sit him because you aren't playing for anything. But if he can play, then you play him because this is a team. This is a squad that desperately needs their two core players to figure it out as much as possible. And who are those guys right now that you hope to be a future part of the foundation? It's Brandon Miller and it's LaMelo Ball. And then maybe you can even mix in some Mark Williams, who isn't going to play because he's legitimately injured to the point where he can't suit up and nor should they put him out there with that back injury. But it's real simple. If LaMelo is healthy enough to play and you get the okay from him as a player and the training staff, then roll with him. If he's not, then sit him, and we don't have to shut him down while also balancing the scales to make sure that we have enough chemistry out there developed on the court between the two guys you care most about on this roster. Let me tell you right now, we've had some good foul lines around here. If they would have shut LaMelo down for the season, I would probably have the foul line of all foul lines, okay? There's no reason that this should happen. Uh, I saw some of the rumors circulating and things of that nature, but at the end of the day, if you sit him out, that means you're telling me you feel like you got a playoff team next year, and that is far from the reality for the Charlotte Hornets. So, like Walker said, if he's healthy enough to play and he can go, he needs to go. If they shut him down before the All-Star break or shut him down for the year, that would be one of the weakest 
most trash. I can't even think of responsible enough words hmm. to put with how I would feel about that if they were to do that. That'll do it for the live wire with Josh Ike Clanton Marlowe. <laughs> Not Clancy, Ike Clanton Marlowe. Law just don't go around here, law dog. <laughs>